This is Keep On Cooking, a podcast for people who love cookbooks, want to know more about their favorite plant-based authors, or even those that are curious about incorporating more vegan meals into their daily life. So grab a cookbook and keep on cooking. I'm Dustin Harder, and this is Keep On Cooking. Hello, and welcome to Keep On Cooking, the only podcast dedicated to plant-based cookbooks. I'm your host, Dustin Harder, and it's me. It's just me. It's me. So if you dare to find me, look for the Keep On Cooking podcast. Go ahead, shoot me a DM if you know what musicale that is from. That little, uh, just that little note there. And uh, maybe I'll send you a free cookbook or something. Legit, if you DM me, it's not a hard one. If you DM me and tell me what that was, the musicale and the song, I'll send you a free cookbook. I got lots to spare, uh, which gets us into today's. Today's going to be a quickie for me. Let me tell you, I am doing Van Leeuwen Artisan Ice Cream. Uh, this is Van Leeuwen Artisan Ice Cream by Laura O'Neill. Ben Van Leeuwen and Pete Van Leeuwen with Olga Massoff, 100 recipes made in Brooklyn, classic flavors and new favorites. Now, for those of you that have heard of Van Leeuwen before, you know that it is not an entirely vegan ice cream shop. But this book was sent to me in 2015 when the book came out um, from the publisher. And I recall getting it and being like, oh, there's nothing in here for me. Like, why would they send this to me? And then I realized that it was split in two parts. So there's a whole dairy section at the front. And then um, I say split in two parts, but really it's like there's 80 dairy recipes, 80, 80 dairy recipes, I'd say, and then like 15 vegan recipes. Uh, but a little bit about Van Leeuwen. Uh, if you're not familiar with Van Leeuwen, so a little bit about it. Van Leeuwen began as a food truck in New York City in 2008 between Pete Van Leeuwen his, and his brother Ben and their partner, Laura O'Neill, the authors of this book. Hey, hey. Their yellow trucks sold flavors based on important ingredients like Ceylon cinnamon, Sicilian's pistachios, and vanilla, exotic vanilla from different places. The American private equity firm Next World invested $18.7 million in the company in 2020. By 2021, Van Leeuwen had opened 27 stores across the United States, including 17 in New York City. Van Leeuwen opened its 30th store in 2022 with their first locations in Dallas and Colorado. Now, this is Wikipedia information, so you know it's, it's not like I dove deep on this because really I wanted to get to the vegan ice creams. In this book for you today, I will say, uh, you know, when we did live in New York, there was a location that David and I went to, and actually on our last visit there we went to, but uh, it's down in the Lower East Side, and we go, or Lower West Side, or it's in the village, and we go to the village, we go get a little scoop of ice cream, and then we walk over to the pier, and we just watch the sunset or something, it's very nice, very lovely, very romantical, Um Actually, by the time we get to the pier, if I'm being completely honest, there are, there's no more ice cream left in our cups. Um, I'm not a small little biter when it comes to ice cream. I, I like I, I eat it all pretty quickly. It's ice cream. You don't want it to melt. Am I right? Anyway, this book was sent to me, and as I said, I was kind of like, why did they send this to me? What? And then I tried one of the vegan recipes and about lost my mind. Um, and it, it sent me on sort of my own little. Uh, 
just adventure with vegan ice cream. I had first uh, toyed around with it in culinary school. There was a, a frozen, a few frozen dessert classes I remember taking. But then when I did my internship with Chloe Coscarelli, I remember we were working on a bunch of ice creams for her restaurant concept at the time. And I was blown away at just like her creativity with it and how fun ice cream was. And then when I got this book, it was like, gosh, these people are like really known for their ice cream. I'm curious what they've done in the vegan world. And I like put it to the test. I was just, my mind was blown. I loved it so much. Um, so much so that my book, my second book that I wrote, there's, um, there two, there's two ice creams in it. And I feel as though I was inspired a little by Van Leeuwen. There's a uh, sneaky pickle. It's called the sneaky pickle ice cream. And it's literally a pickle ice cream. And I know it sounds weird, everybody. That's in, this, this is in my book, Epic Vegan, I'm talking about. I know this sounds weird. But there was some place in New York that had released like a pickle soft serve at the time. And um, I remember being like, that is so weird. And then I was like, let me try my hand at a vegan pickle ice cream. And it's so yummy. There's something about the sour and the acid of it all coming together with the sweetness that's so satisfying and surprising and tasty, right? So that's sneaky pickle ice cream. And then there's another one in Epic Vegan called I Try to Think About Elvis, which is like an Elvis, you know, you think about the Elvis sort of theme of like banana and peanut butter and bacon. So this is an ice cream called I Try to Think About Elvis ice cream named after a Patty Loveless song. <laughs> Anyone ever heard it? I try to think about Elvis. Uh, so yeah, just all of myself wrapped into that book. Can't even. But that's what cookbooks are about, right? They're a capsule in a capsule in time. Um, and this book is certainly that. I know Van Leeuwen has increased their, at least it seems to me they've increased their vegan options when we go and we visit. Um, uh, Van Leeuwen holds another fun memory for me. Um, the one, I can't remember which location it was. It was not the village one, but... Um, I was there with David and our dear friends, Megan and Braxton Rose, and we were getting ice cream, catching up, having like a double date night and just having a good time. And I was waiting on a phone call from casting directors about my potential position on the new Queer Eye reboot. And I got the call there and I was like, guys, I'll be right back. And I left and they were like, you're flying to LA to chemistry test. And um, I just remember, because these are three people in my life who are so loving and supportive. And like, whenever I feel something, they're like that, those friends in your life, right? Plus my husband, like they felt the happiness and the excitement with me. Like it was like time stopped a little because like, honey, could have been a life-changing moment. I mean, still was to get to, to get that far in the casting process for the new Queer Eye was so cool. But I remember that holds a... um a special spot for me with Van Leeuwen ice cream. I remember, I, and I, I just walked past that shop. That one is in the East Village, but I don't know exactly where, but I walked past it and I was like, oh, this was the one um, when I was in New York a couple weeks ago. But anyways, let's get into Van Leeuwen classic flavors and new favorites, 100 recipes made in Brooklyn, a collection of delicious and flavorful dairy and vegan ice creams made from simple natural ingredients easily found in most pantries from Brooklyn's beloved and wildly popular ice cream emporium now listen i'm not covering the dairy ice creams okay so if you were listening to this going what the heck is he doing i'm skipping right to part two of the book we're gonna look at them vegan ice creams uh it's so funny too because i was looking at the i haven't pulled this book out in so long and if you're watching it you can see like there's you can tell that i used it a lot because there are spots and like just like just crinkles all over everything. It, it, it's a, it was a used, very used book for me at one point. I'm also having a vague memory of potentially spilling something on it. Uh, anywho, uh, so this is in 
the dairy is in the beginning and then the vegan is in the second part. But like I said, that's not really a true thing. It's almost like the vegans, almost like the index of the book. It goes that far to the back of the book. Um, and they go into why they put vegan ice creams in the book a little bit. I'm not going to read that to you because they sort of do that whole thing of like, we know that it's better, but yet we're still ser- serving dairy. So I don't want to get out into all that. I want to talk about how delicious this vegan ice cream is, is what I want to do. Um, and the first one in here is vegan peanut butter and chocolate chip ice cream. It says, if you're on the fence about vegan ice creams, don't worry. We were also skeptical for a while, they say. May we suggest this as the first flavor you try. It tastes just like frozen chocolate peanut butter cups, and we've yet to meet anyone who doesn't like those. And it uses a lot of their bases. It might be all their vegan bases. It's coconut milk and cashews. And I will tell you, in all of my experimenting with vegan ice creams that is still the best base that because it's got all the fat in it plus you mix it with the sugar you're just gonna get a nice bite a nice chew to it when you have that frozen treat right um anything else when you skimp on the fat you just start to get something that's a little icy and crystally which i can actually still get into i love me a frozen dessert but um it's uh that is the base it might be the base of all their vegan ice creams i guess we'll find out as we go through here ben has a note on here he says many peanut butter brands claim to be all natural but the best one for this recipe and the only true all natural peanut butter is the one that contains only one ingredient peanuts uh he says he recommends one with without salt too since it works better in this recipe listen he's not wrong everybody all the labels out there, all natural. Just be careful what you're getting unless it just has the one, because that's going to be the only one that's all natural, the one that literally just has peanuts on it. Uh, but we got cocoa uh, cocoa butter. Oh, so they use cocoa butter. All right. So if you're not familiar with cocoa butter, it is cocoa butter is a fatty substance obtained from cocoa beans. It's used in manufacturer and confectionery and cosmetic products, but it's it's just like, you know, the coconut milk and the cashews. It's really giving you that fat for that thick, rich, creamy, delicious ice cream. Uh, and now I'm remembering why their ice cream is so good because, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. It's so delicious. Uh, but we got also coconut oil in here. So lots of uh, things that are going to give it that nice good good ice cream home run for you okay and then we got the peanut butter peanut little peanut oil is in here and then uh some finely chopped bittersweet chocolate as well so you got little uh chocolate specks in here now i just turned the page and now i see it this book is splattered to filth uh on the pages i just turned to and it's because it is the vegan salted caramel ice cream oh my gosh oh my gosh i remember making this Oh, and it's got, again, we got the coconut milk, the cashew milk. Um, There's no, uh, there is some cocoa butter in this still. Oh my goodness. All right. So it says for our vegan ice cream launch, we were looking to introduce seven flavors. We had six done and ready to go, but we wanted to complete our launch with a lucky seventh offering. On a lark at the 11th hour, we made salted caramel vegan ice cream. And just like that, we had our seventh flavor. Um, This caramel really is just so, so delicious. This is really um, a book where I learned to make caramel because they make it real basic with like just the sugar here and and uh, caramelize that sugar and turn it into caramel. It's so tasty, so delicious. And then it goes into a very basic ice cream recipe. There's a vegan mint chip in here. Again, showing the pages of this because they are all crinkled and have ice cream all over them because I used to make the vegan mint chip for David. David loves vegan mint chip. Um, not my favorite, but I like it. I like it a lot. Um, plus, it like 
makes me happy to make it because David likes it and I, I love like ice cream's a fun thing. We have we just discovered an ice cream place uh by us. It's so close to us called Brewster's. And they have several here in Atlanta, but they've got like seven vegan options on their menu. And I'm glad David and I did not know about it for about three years because we would have been there all the time. Because um, it literally just takes one of us to be like, do you want to go get ice cream? And then it's like, uh, yeah, I want to go get ice cream. So mint chocolate chip, vegan mint chocolate chip, vegan mint chip ice cream, actually, it's called. It's, they say mint chip ice cream is a crowd pleaser that continuously hovers at the top of ice cream charts. When we set out to make vegan ice creams, we knew mint chip had to be one of the flavors. There was just no question about it. From experimenting with our regular mint chip ice cream, regular, mm, they call it, on page 33, we learned that the trick to getting a good mint flavor is quality mint extra extract. I want to say that again. The key to mint flavor, everybody, because they're not wrong, is quality mint extract. A proper mint extract. We prefer the organic kind. It will not taste like mouthwash, but instead will remind you of delicate mint leaves and the flavor they hold. In order to have the oil perfectly emulsified into the mixture, you need an immersion blender. Uh, I tell you, I never used an immersion blender in this book. I used my Vitamix. Um, I, I turn to my Vitamix literally for everything. Uh, I have an immersion blender. I use it when people tell me to, and I'm always cranky about it. It does not do the job that I want it to do. I'm not saying. And that's the second immersion blender I've had. When I've done industrial gigs and I'm in a bigger kitchen, I use a, like a huge immersion blender. That usually does the trick. But in these instances for the home, I'm, I have not, I have yet to find... A home immersion blender that I love. But my friend Megan I was talking about earlier actually swars by him. So maybe she's got the trick. Maybe she's got the most fancy immersion blender of all. Uh, vegan coconut ice cream is the next one. Straight up vegan coconut ice cream. And the tip, don't everybody, everyone don't forget about that mint chip ice cream is using proper, like really quality mint extract, Okay. But that's got our base in it, that last ice cream, like the other ones with the coconut milk and the cashews and the cocoa butter. Now there's vegan coconut ice cream. It's got coconut milk, cashew milk, sugar, cocoa butter, uh, coconut oil, salt, and shredded coconut. That's where I was going to be like, well, how is this going to be any different? And I'm going to guess that the shredded coconut... Yep. Okay. So you turn this in an ice cream maker like you would all the other ice creams to manufacturer's um, instructions. And then when it gets to a soft serve consistency, that's when you mix in the uh, shredded coconut. And that's the the base of making any sort of ice cream with like bits and bobbles in it. You want it to get to that sort of soft serve place and then you mix your mix-ins in. Um, actually, I don't think they have a cookie dough one in here. But I made like their a vanilla ice cream base of theirs, or it might have been this coconut base. But I put and I made my own vegan cookie dough and like mix the cookie dough in. But I mean, that's the thing. You can make a base of any of the ice cream from here. And then you can mix in your favorite things. You just don't want to mix it in until that last little bit. And you just want it to get dispersed, then turn the machine off and transfer your stuff to another uh, container, right? And when you transfer it, you want to put like a piece of plastic wrap over the top. Like you want to press the air out of it as much as you can, because the air in the ice cream, if there's air touching the top of it, that's going to make it icy. Um, and if you put a little tablespoon of vodka sometimes in your ice cream too, that will help decrease the iciness as well. So there's lots of little tips and tricks uh, when it comes to making ice cream at home. But listen, 
All said and done, it's a frozen treat. Even if it's a little icy, it's still yummy if you ask me. Vegan chocolate ice cream. They say you might think of chocolate as a strong flavor that will empower the taste of coconut, that will overpower the taste of coconut. However, perhaps because the two are complementary flavors, you taste both in this recipe, but in such a way that it still rem remains very much a chocolate ice cream. It's rich and luxurious and has been, unsurprisingly, wildly popular since its launch. Because it contains cocoa solids in addition to the coconut and cashew milks, it's a little higher in fat than some other vegan ice cream flavors and thus tastes a little fuller. Um, really great picture in here of the chocolate ice cream with cones, actually. Uh, listen, ice cream's meant to be, it's meant to be delicious it's not a health food. They have a little quip in here in the beginning about, you know, people getting lost on what health foods are these days and what healthy means. And they said, healthy also means happy. And ice cream makes people happy. And I was like, I don't disagree with that. Listen, I think ice cream's great or else I wouldn't be doing that episode on it. Okay. Um, there used to be a time I ate a lot of ice cream and now I eat it and I like it and I don't overdo it. And I like it a whole lot more because of that, you know? Um, I, I I am the true uh, king of having a pint in the freezer and eating the whole pint. So I, I am not shaming uh, pint ice cream eaters at all. But it is, you know, it's meant to be luxurious and fatty and creamy and delicious and decadent. That's just the way ice cream is meant to be, right? If it's not, then you're eating ice. But like I said, I like frozen treats. So even icy, icy ice cream is yummy to me. Um, then they have a whole part in here about getting quality chocolate, which I appreciate. Um, and vegan roasted banana ice cream. So some of our vegan flavors came together in a flash. Others, like this vegan roasted banana flavor, took some time to get just right. The trick, as we learned, was to get just the right fat percentage without sacrificing texture or flavor. See, it's all about that fat in the ice cream, I tell you. And don't skip the roasting of the banana. Not only does roasting help with moisture evaporation, but it also brings out the banana's rich caramel notes, mm, making the ice cream truly memorable. Now, I was thinking that too when I read this. It's in the title, roasted banana ice cream. It's not just a banana ice cream. So that's the specialty of this ice cream, right? It's got their usual base in here of coconut milk, cashews, cocoa butter, but then you've got these roasted bananas. So they're going to have like a deeper flavor, richer caramelized, so yummy and delicious from being roasted and getting the flavors to pop a little more from being roasted. So that's a great, great uh, twist on a traditional, perhaps banana ice cream, you know, vegan pistachio ice cream. What about you? You fan? You fan of vegan pistachio ice cream? I, you know, I was just at a Nixie in New York with a um, dear friend and colleague of mine, Anna. Shout out. Hey, Anna. Um, and they were out of the vanilla ice cream that was supposed to come with this medjool chocolate cake we were having. And they were like, but we have pistachio. Would that be all right? And I was like, yeah, bring it on. I never, I don't think I'd ever had pistachio and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Had me, when I opened this book today, I was like, oh, I want to make this uh, vegan pistachio ice cream. So it says nuts, nuts, nuts are an essential part of making vegan ice cream. Our base is heavy on homemade cashew milk. That this recipe was a no-brainer. We use the same pistachio paste we rely on in our regular pistachio ice cream. Ooh, pistachio paste in the ice cream to make a concentrated pistachio flavor. I love this. This, uh, this paste lets the nutty flavor shine through. It took us a while to perfect the vegan version, but it was worth every batch that came up short. Oh, gosh, I bet. Guys, I couldn't be an ice cream maker because I would just... 
There would be no such thing as tasting. I'm terrible with that when I make cakes or cupcakes or anything, anything with frosting, anything with batter frosting. I want to lick the spoon. I want to do all the things. I want to like, oops, I just ate a whole tablespoon of frosting. Oh, well, um, I just love it so much. And I get myself on a sugar high and then I'm like, oh, this was a bad idea. Uh, so I couldn't be an ice cream maker because I think it would not be so much a tasting thing for me as it would be a all you can eat buffet all the time. Anywho, they have this fun one in here that I've often thought of because uh, we kind of passed the ones that I've made at this point. But gosh, this is exciting me again. I think I'm going to have to maybe it'd be fun to like make one of these like once a month over the summer and just sort of um, enjoy it. Right. Uh, but this one is the vegan cold brew Earl Grey tea ice cream. Normally, that wouldn't sound good to me. But for some reason, and if you know Van Leeuwen, and with all the talk we've done about the fats and sort of the lusciousness of it, that Earl Grey combination with that sweetness and that very creamy, creamy, fatty forward um, ice cream just sounds so yummy to me. So they say, at Van Leeuwen, we are big fans of social media. Not only is it great for getting your message out, but it also connects you with amazing people and brings you closer to your audience. And it's thanks to social media that we now serve our vegan Earl Grey flavor. It started with one of our Instagram followers who kept asking us time after time when we'd have this flavor available as a vegan version. We're so glad we listened to her. It's absolutely delicious. Now, see, I'm a little frustrated at reading that because now at this day, day and age in 2023, and I don't want to like spiral here, but I'm just saying, why are you not a fully vegan ice cream shop? If you're making delicious vegan ice cream that you're saying is just as good as our regular air quotes in the air, regular uh, ice cream, regular, why wouldn't you just make all vegan ice cream so you're all inclusive and everybody can have it and you're being better for the environment, better for the animals and better for everyone? Like, I just don't get why you wouldn't do that. But that's my little soapbox here. I will continue to talk about the vegan offerings that they have in this book. Apologies. I don't want to go on a tangent, so I'm going to stop there. But you, if you know, you know. You feel me. You get what I'm saying, right? Like, to businesses like this? Because it's not just them. It's so many people who are like, everyone loves the vegan options. Everyone's asking for more vegan options. Oh, yeah, they sell out. Everyone loves them. There was Billy's Cupcakery. I don't know if it's called Cupcakery. Billy's Cake Shop. Billy's Bakery. There we go. In New York, where I used to get... Uh, they had my favorite cake. I got it for my birthday in my late twenties all the time before I was vegan, uh, for my birthday every year for my birthday. Um, for years I've been going back in there being like, do you have a vegan cupcake? Do you have a vegan cupcake? Well, David and I were a month and a half ago. We go in, I said, Hey, do you have a vegan cupcake yet? And they were like, yeah, we have two. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. They were like, but we're sold out. I went back the next day but we're sold out. And I was like, you're joking me, right? So what does that tell you though? If all of your vegan cupcakes are selling out, but you still have the other ones, why are you not making more vegan versions of it? it just feels stubborn to me. That's all I'm saying. Okay. On to the next ice cream, which is vegan coffee ice cream. Listen, I don't get it enough. I'm a purist. I tend to lean towards a vanilla ice cream or a vanilla with like a berry or a lemon in it, right? So the darker flavors like chocolate and coffee and all that, they don't speak to me that much, but mm, it does sound really good. Vegan coffee ice cream. They say this coffee vegan ice cream tastes so much like ice cream. I'm so sick of this conversation right here. I'm not going to read their headers anymore. I'll just tell you what it says because I wouldn't be fair to me to leave you hanging. It says so much like Ice cream made with dairy and egg yolks. We're still a bit in disbelief. We'd like to add cocoa nibs at the end for some crunch and texture. Then listen, 
Make all your ice creams vegan then, if that's how you're feeling about this one. Clearly, you have the culinary capacity to do so. This is turning into a rant against Van Leeuwen, and I don't want to go there. That was the last vegan ice cream in the chapter. I'm sure it's so absolutely delicious because vegan coffee ice cream. Um, and they like they said, tastes just like it's made with dairy and egg yolks. So, hey, it's going to be uh, taste like a delicious vegan ice cream. And we can all get into that. So now listen, three, it goes into sorbet, frozen yogurt, and granita. And they have a few sorbets in here. I've never actually tried one of their sorbets, but I love me a sorbet. Like love, love, love a sorbet so much. So I don't know why I haven't yet. They start with a chocolate sorbet. Um, chocolate sorbets are a little confusing to me because I'm kind of like, why don't I just do chocolate ice cream? Why is it going to be sorbet? I don't get it. Um, and then they've got a cantaloupe sorbet. Now, to me, this feels a little polarizing because it's cantaloupe. I used to have big feelings where I was like, I don't love cantaloupe, but like, I'll eat it. It's in my fruit salad. It's the it's 80% of the fruit salad I just got. So I guess I'm stuck if I want to eat anything, right? Plus that little, you know, grape that's dying off to the side and a strawberry that don't know how it's made its way into a fruit salad. So you eat the cantaloupe, right? But this cantaloupe sorbet, how refreshing does that sound? cantaloupe sorbet am i cuckoo but i it's it's one two pound cantaloupe sugar fresh lime juice so you're getting a little bite there with the lime a little bit of lime zest last and zest and kosher salt and you do put it in the ice cream maker and then you freeze according to manufacturer instructions listen if you don't have an ice cream maker i can't recommend it enough you're you're gonna put yourself on a culinary journey that you didn't even understand because you're gonna make like a base of something and then you're gonna be like oh my gosh i want to play with this and make all these other things so i can't recommend it enough i actually have two i have a base for my stand mixer that's a ice cream maker and then i've got another one that's its own thing i have to because at one point i was making so much ice cream for some reason maybe it was testing those books and you had to freeze your ice cream base essentially in the freezer so like after i would use one there wouldn't be another one ready right away and i would need another one all those things anyway okay now i i'm really excited about this next one these sorbets look at me i'm lighting up uh grapefruit sorbet are you into it or what a grapefruit sorbet i know some of you are probably like puckering up your faces like heck no we're not into that at all it's eight grapefruits and a half cup of sugar. Isn't that Coco's Bananas? Oh, I love it. Okay, so you're putting it all in a saucepan and you're going to um, chill it all together. You're going to heat it up. At, oh, you're making a... I'm all confused here. So it's eight grapefruits and a half cup of sugar. They say grapefruit is the citrus fruit that splits... Uh, just as I was saying, grapefruit is a citrus fruit that splits people down the middle. There are as many lovers as there are haters, and we are firmly in the lovers camp. We love grapefruit's low sugar, its bracing acidity, and we even love its subtle bitterness. While grapefruit is best in the dead of winter, we like to make this sorbet year-round, especially in the summer when it's most refreshing. Because we hate to waste ingredients, we like to candy the grapefruit peel for the grapefruit version of the orangettes. Orangettes? It makes an excellent sorbet topping, and everyone loves getting candied citrus peel as a gift. Do they? I've never received it as a gift or given it. Maybe it's time for me to up my citrus peel game here a little bit. Okay. Now we've got four sorbets left, and then we're done with this book. That's it for the non-dairy options. I told you 
This was a, a good a quickie but a goodie this week. I just wanted to clue you in on my basically my first ice cream book. And honestly, though I'm making fun of them for saying regular when they're referring to dairy, the reason I trust and I think their vegan recipes are so good is because they've had the experience in the non-dairy arena. Like when they're trying a vegan ice cream, they're like, oh wait, that that needs more this, more that. Like they're really coming from a different place uh, with it than someone who's only maybe done vegan ice cream before. So lemon sorbet is in here. I mean, that's straightforward. It's lemon sorbet. Passion fruit sorbet. Just so many yummy, yum, yum things. Now, this one has me very excited. Lime, ginger, and lemongrass sorbet. Doesn't that sound yummy? All of these sound so refreshing in the summer. The grapefruit, the lemon, the passion fruit, the lime, ginger, and lemongrass sorbet. They do two thick lemongrass stalks cut into two pieces. And they combine the lemongrass with three cups of water and puree it in a blender until smooth. Now, listen, this will take a while. I had to do this for a soup once when I worked at Arden's Garden. And lemongrass is very fibrous. So don't get discouraged when you go to make this recipe um, because you, you'll get it to where you need it eventually to make the ice cream in the blender with the water. But it's going to take you a minute, right? The one we're going to end on is a classic... <gasps> There's two. Oh my gosh. My favorites are on one page and it ends us out today. Straightforward. Straightforward. Raspberry sorbet and mango sorbet. Do you love it? Oh, mango sorbet. They say mangoes lend themselves very well to sorbet thanks to their creamy texture, which results in a full, luscious sorbet that is smooth, not granular, unlike, say, lemon sorbet. In general, we prefer Alfonso Champagne or Atufo Mangoes to the Tommy Atkins variety, both for sorbets and for eating directly. We find the latter to be too fibrous and tough. Now, so interesting. That's the end of the recipes, the vegan recipes for this, as far as I know. There might be something like in the, the condiments, or it's not a condiment section. It's like a, um, they've got a section that's like toppings and stuff, like compote and stuff and granola and shortbread and stuff, things you can put inside the ice cream. So there may be a couple like uh, vegan offerings in there. But beyond that, those are the vegan ice creams and the sorbets from this book. Um, and I'll tell you, one of the cool things about Van Leeuwen, what I learned from this book is, first of all, how to make a great vegan base of ice cream. But second of all, what separates them as ice cream curators, I think, is that they really look for sort of out-of-the-box ingredients. Like when they just listed all those types of mangoes, I'm not joking with you, I had no idea. They're like, this kind of mango, that kind of mango, this kind of mango. I'm like, what? I'm just like, I'm getting the mango from the store. Um, so that's so cool um, to learn about stuff like that in this book um, and how they choose certain ingredients for different um, uses in their ice cream. So this was Van Leeuwen, Van Leeuwen Artisan Ice Cream, classics, classic flavors and new favorites, 100 recipes made in Brooklyn. Listen, I'm not suggesting you go buy this book. I mean, listen, go buy it if you want to. It's a very beautiful book. It's a great book to have. Maybe if you know someone who likes ice cream, who is curious about vegan ice creams, this is a fantastic gift to get them because then they're you're, they're, they're going to feel like you're not trying to get them to go vegan because you're just giving them a book with ice creams in it that happens to have vegan, have vegan ice creams in it. But if you want it for you for the vegan ice creams, it's been out for quite a while. Maybe a little tippity-doo. Use books, y'all. Uh, Amazon has, if you go click down on the bottom of where it says the price of a book, you'll see used and news and it, it used new and used. And it gives 
little prices down there. Let's actually check and see if I can. Oh, I'm not on the page anymore. But I was going to say maybe I can see what. Let's see what the current going price is of this uh, used Van Leeuwen cookbook here. Hey, I mean, listen, you can get it for as low as $14. So you can get yourself a used copy, $14. Um, but that is a great way that I like to get some, and it used to go for 30 bucks. So, Hey, that's not too shabby, but listen, that's it for this week. Make yourself some vegan ice and ice cream from Van Leeuwen classic flavors and new favorites. And thanks for tuning in. I'm so glad you're here and you can follow me over on Instagram at the vegan roadie and check out everything at veganroadie.com. And Hey, 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 Chicago, I'm coming through. Speaking of vegan desserts. I've got a vegan desserts class that I'm teaching at the chopping block, I believe, on July 12th. So if you go to veganroadie.com, you can I'm actually teaching three classes. We have a taco class that's sold out, a dessert class that has a few spots open, and then an easy cheesy class that has a few spots open. So Chicago, I would love to see you. Please go and reserve a spot at one of my classes. Go to veganroadie.com. All the classes are listed right there on the homepage. Just click, reserve your spot, you're good to go. Hopefully you will come out and join me at one of the classes and I'll be back here next week with a brand new episode. Until then, keep on cooking and remember, it's nice to be nice. This has been a Muzzy Cat production. <laughs>